Welcome. You're listening to Faith vs. Weight with Maria Bauer. Maria is a former U.S. Navy Health Information Systems Officer, current health and wellness coach, and author of the book, Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Now, here's your host, Maria Bauer. Hello and welcome. It's time for your Daily Devo, because faith comes from hearing and hearing through the Word of Christ, Romans 10:17. Thank you for joining me as we are spiritually energized to share the good news in both reflection and action from Genesis to Revelation in one year using the chronological five-day Bible reading program as our guide, BibleClassMaterial.com. Scripture readings are taken from the New Heart English Bible public domain. Week 2, Day 2 covers Genesis 19-20, through 20, Psalm 1, and Mark 7, Protection, Intervention, and Rejection. We start off with rejection. The two angels show up outside of the gate of Sodom where Lot is sitting. Lot saw them and went to meet them, giving them a warm invitation to his home that is rejected by the angels. Now we have intervention. Lot urges them greatly and they acquiesce. He prepares a feast and everyone eats, but before their heads hit the pillow, a great evil is getting ready to pounce outside the door. The city of Sodom had already rejected God and they were an abomination to him as well. Were it not for Abraham's intervention on Lot's behalf, bargaining with the Lord to spare any righteous left in Sodom, Lot would have been a gone or two. As the crowd mentality has taken over, they are ready to not only torture the angels, now they are ready to destroy Lot as well. In the meantime, Lot offers up what we would consider the unthinkable, his own daughters instead of the angels. Thankfully, the two angels intervene and pull Lot back in the house while striking the entire crowd outside with blindness. I can't imagine how many times the Lord's intervention has saved me from destruction. What about you? They asked Lot to get all of his family together to leave Sodom before it is destroyed, but his two future son-in-laws think it's a joke and reject Lot's invitation to leave before the entire place goes up in smoke. Even Lot starts delaying his departure. Fortunately, we have an intervention from the angels once again because of the Lord's mercy, and they grab Lot, his wife, and his two daughters, the only people to escape Sodom alive. Unfortunately, on the way, although they are warned, Lot's wife rejects the angel's advice to not turn back and does it anyway, instantly turning into a pillar of salt. Lot, by his own choice, eventually winds up living in a cave with his daughters. His daughters believe they are the last people on planet Earth and decide they need to keep the family line going, so they each get Lot drunk on two different occasions and sleep with him. The Bible says Lot has no knowledge of this, keeping him in a protected state. The daughter's children, born of incest, begin the bloodlines of the Moabites and Ammonites, who were later known as Israel's enemies. After seeing Sodom destroyed, Abraham traveled to Gerar in the kingdom of Abimelech. Once again, Sarah is in demand because of her beauty, and once again, they claim she is Abraham's sister instead of his wife. So the king sends for Sarah. Instead of living the dream, he has a nightmare with God telling him he's a dead man because he has taken in another man's wife. Fortunately, we're back to God's protection since God tells the king that he knows that the king has integrity. He also tells the king that he kept him from sinning. I can't imagine how many times the Lord's protection has kept me from sinning. What about you? Finally, the Lord shares that Abraham is a prophet who will pray for the king's healing and that as long as Sarah is restored, the king will be spared. Fortunately for all involved, Abimelech does exactly what God told him to do and sends Sarah and Abraham packing with great favor. This time they are given land and 1,000 pieces of silver showing that Sarah's reputation is still intact. Then we have another intervention. 
Abraham, who God refers to as a prophet, prays to God to heal Abimelech so he does not die and so that his female servants and wife can bear children again, since their wombs were all closed. Not only did he intervene for Lot, he intervened for Abimelech and his future offspring. Who are you intervening for? Who has intervened on your behalf? In Psalm 1, we are reminded of God's protection when we avoid hanging out with the wrong crowd, but instead meditate on God's law day and night. Because of this, the righteous prosper, and we are told the wicked will perish. In Mark 7, we start off with the Pharisees rejecting the commandments of God by making them void, by replacing them with the commandments of men, implying that their commandments are now doctrine. Jesus then tells everyone within earshot that absolutely nothing from outside of a man can defile him. Since the Pharisees were accusing Jesus' followers of being at fault because they were not following the ritualistic tradition of the elders— What defiles a man is what comes out of his heart, to which Jesus then comments that Isaiah had it all right when he said these people are good at giving lip service to God, but that their hearts are somewhere else, up to and including not honoring their father and mothers. The evil starts in their minds, progressing to adultery, murder, theft, pride, etc. Evil out of man's heart rejects God. Fortunately, we end with two back-to-back interventions. The word begging is used on both occasions. This is no casual God bless you. The first being when Jesus went into the region of Tyre and Sidon. Although he wanted to escape notice, he could not. A woman falls at his feet begging him to heal her demon-possessed daughter. This woman is Greek. Jesus reminds her that he first needs to deal with the Jews before she intervenes slash begs for her daughter, reminding him that even dogs get crumbs because of her proclamation slash insistence, he tells her to go home because her daughter has been healed of the demon. The second documented intervention in this chapter occurs when Jesus is on his way to Galilee. Again, we have begging. This time, Jesus is brought a deaf man who cannot speak. His friends beg Jesus to lay his hands on him. Jesus takes the man aside and in a very specific way heals him. Immediately, he can hear, and the Bible says his tongue was released. Then Jesus tells them to keep silent about all of this, but the more he does that, the more they proclaim it, saying he can even make the deaf hear and the mute speak. Today's reflection, protection, intervention, and rejection. Today's action, thank the Lord for all of the times he has intervened and protected you from harm, especially the ones that you had no idea were even coming. Ask the Lord to forgive you of all the times that you have rejected him still sparing you in the process. Daily Devo is just a sneak peek intended to get you excited about the rest of the greatest story ever told. Check out Genesis 19.20, Psalm 1, and Mark 7. Just 15 to 30 minutes a day of Bible reading or my favorite Bible listening while you are driving, working out, doing the dishes, or folding laundry just five days a week will allow you to cover the entire Bible in one year as God's promises cover you in the process. Thank you for listening to Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ.